Flyers Daily with Jason Mertides. All right, here we go. Tuesday, November 16th edition of Flyers Daily with Jason Martinez. Flyers back in action tonight. Wells Fargo Center, Hall of Fame night. It'll be the Flyers and the Calgary Flames at Wells Fargo Center, kicking off a three-game homestand tonight against Calgary, Thursday against Tampa, Saturday against Boston. Big game for the Flyers tonight. Look to avoid losing two straight games for the first time this season, not to mention an opportunity to avenge a loss on that Western Canadian road trip. Flyers avenged that loss from opening night against the Vancouver Canucks where they lost in the shootout. Uh, They did that in Vancouver and got that 2-1 win after their second road game of the season. Tonight, they'll look to avenge that 4-0 loss against the Calgary Flames on Hall of Fame night when Rick Tockett and Paul Holmgren will be inducted into the Flyers Hall of Fame. Now, last night was the Flyers alumni game, all in celebration of Hall of Fame night coming up tonight, and had a chance to to catch up with a bunch of guys and record conversations and interviews with them. How about Murray Craven, number 32? Had a chance to speak with Paul Holmgren. You'll hear that momentarily. Simone Gagne. How about Mike Keenan? Iron Mike Keenan was in the house. We all talk, also talked to we also talked to Mike McKenna, Eric Lindros, Pelly Eklund at somebody's request on Twitter. I can't remember who DM'd me, but asked me to speak with Ron Sutter. I spoke with Ron Sutter. You'll hear that. Uh, meanwhile, his brother Rich Sutter, his twin brother, was pouring a cold beer over his head during the interview in between the first and second period. Uh, we spoke with Robert Esch and also Rick Tockett. So in this episode, we're going to give you three of those interviews. We're going to have the two inductees, Rick Tockett and Paul Holmgren, and we're also going to have Iron Mike Keenan in this episode. The other names that I mentioned, we'll kind of intersperse those over the next uh, week or so here on Flyers Daily, so you can hear them as well. Just remember, some of these were recorded right before the game last night. Some of them are recorded at intermission, so keep that in mind. Uh, It's not live, but... Uh, Great to catch up with all of those guys from a bunch of different eras and uh, a good time at Wells Fargo Center last night uh, for the alumni game. But let's pick it up, our first interview, a quick conversation in between the first and second period of the alumni game with one of the new inductees into the Flyers Hall of Fame coming up tonight. It is former Flyer player Rick Tockett. How's it feel to be back behind the bench with Rick Tockett? Listen, it, the pace is uh, is unbelievable out there. You know, I'm excited. Unbelievably what? The bench. That's why I'm back. I'll, I'll be back on TNT on the panel because it, that's how I coach out there. No, it's 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 fun to see the guys and stuff. So I'm having a blast. When you when you see this yeah. just range of the years and everything, I mean, you spent so long here, talk to see all these guys. What's it been like over the last you know day or so? Well, I'm blessed because you know when I started, um, you know the, the the old Flyer guys, the ones that won the Stanley Cup, they helped me along and then you got my 80s team they're, they're here great guys then you know I when I was 2000 playing with Johnny LeClaire Lindros Danny, you know I know Danny Brewer I played with him in Phoenix so the, different generations but all great guys you know it's crazy you did, you played with Ron Sutter and Rich Sutter but you played with Danny Brewer that's pretty bananas when you think about yeah, it yeah you know it was it's great you know and see uh, you know that that team and even like you know you see the Hartnells and, and Scotty Upshaw those guys I don't know them really well but just from being around the league seeing those guys on the ice it's it's I mean, you just see the tradition of the Flyers. I've seen all those guys. It's, it's, it's honestly, it's uh, when I come back here, um, it, the memories just flow. They really do. Uh, last thing for you, you loving the TNT gig because you're doing a hell of a job at it. 
Yeah, TNT's a little uh, less stress, but it's fun. No wins and losses. No wins and losses. Uh, well, less the we've got to see how the ratings are. That's our wins or losses. But no, it, it's it's great. You know, work with Wayne and Biz and Anson Carter, Liam, uh, great guys, and um, TNT broadcast fi- family is great. Talk, you look good behind the bench. Uh, maybe you got a future in coaching. <laughs> yeah, thanks, man. I appreciate it. Rick Tockett does such a good job on TNT. I just get this feeling that he's a competitor. And while, like I mentioned in the conversation, there's no wins and losses when you do television, Rick Tockett's such a competitor, I don't know that he's going to be there long because somebody's going to offer him a job behind an NHL bench. He's a hell of a coach. So thanks to Tock and congratulations to him for joining us uh, on uh, Flyers Daily. And congrats, obviously, on getting into the Flyers Hall of Fame. Not congrats for joining us on the podcast. He's joined us before. Uh, The other inductee tonight? is a man that uh, has been in the game of hockey for a very long time in a large capacity of roles. He's held just about every role for an NHL team. And I remember talking to him when it was first met. And I remember talking to him when it was first announced that he was going to be going into the Flyers Hall of Fame. And he was very emotional. So I had a chance to catch up with Paul Holmgren pregame last night, see if he's got the nerves under control. And here's the conversation with the Flyers president. In the, the bowels of the Wells Fargo Center with a man who's going to be inducted. This is airing tonight, so I'm going to say tonight okay. for tomorrow's podcast. But it's Paul Holmgren. How you doing? Uh, I'm, uh, I think I'm doing okay. It's a little nerve-wracking, but I'll get through it. Do you have the speech prepared? <laughs> uh, there's, there's some words rattling around in there. Uh, hopefully uh, they'll come out uh, good when the time comes. Um, how long did it take you to kind of get your feet under you? When we spoke last time, it was the day it was announced, and it was it hit you pretty good. How long did it take you to kind of get your feet under you? Um, Maybe not yet. Yeah, well, not certainly not completely yet. I just it's, it's such an incredible honor, and you know, you look at the guys that are in the Flyers Hall of Fame: Clark, Barber, Leach, Mr. Schneider, Keith Allen, Fred Sherrill. Right? You know, the list goes on and on. And to be in that same group uh, as players or people of that ilk and what they've done for this this great franchise, uh, to be included in that group is... Um, I, I can't find the words to express how, how much it means to me. I really can't. It's incredibly humbling. Um, just talk about, you know, being here in this moment and seeing all these former players representing every generation. I mean, it goes back a long way. Joe Watson is 78 years old. He probably can skate better than half the guys out here still, but what's it like to see all these guys? Well, it's, there's a lot of guys here that, that I haven't seen in, in a number of years, and it's, it's, it's awesome. Uh, Brad Morris, kudos to him. He did a good job of getting all these guys to come back and, and want, they want to take part in something like this. It's a big thing for the Flyers organization and, and for our franchise. It's two days, and uh, Brad did great work. He, he was talked. I remember him talking about this literally five years ago. We need to do this type of thing. We can build it into a big two-day, you know, weekend or whatever, and get everybody involved. And it and it, it came to fruition because of Brad Marsh. It's just incredible. And, and now you're here. At two honors this year: the USA Hockey. As you know, I'm at the rinks all the time. My son's here right now, USA Hockey member as well. I'm a USA Hockey coach. The contributions to the game that you've made are something that everybody else brings up, but you seldom bring up. This game's given you so much. Where's the game at the youth level in your mind right now in this area as a result of, of this organization? Well, I think it's you look at the sheer numbers of, of kids playing the game. I think it's incredible. Girls, too. Girls, too. Um, I saw some stats the other day where... 
31% of players in the NHL are Canadian, and I think the U.S. are now at 20%. So, you know, I, I, I don't know how long it's going to take us to catch them, but we're, we're going to catch them sooner rather than later because, because of the sheer numbers. I think, um, you know, the scope of the NHL, the reach of the NHL, the, the cities that we've expanded to have helped. And... Uh, um, the fan base that helped grow the game, grow the game of hockey, grow the sport of hockey. You know, who would have thought uh, we would ever have a first round, first overall pick from Arizona, yeah, from the Matthews. state of Arizona, yeah. right? Like, who, that's incredible. Yeah. So that just goes to show you how how much hockey is growing in the United States, and it's it's because of the grassroots work that's been done by you know youth coaches everywhere, in my opinion, and. Uh, it's just, it's just incredible, and I, I'm big at trying to catch Canada, and I keep pushing and keep pushing because I think we we should be in the same breath. I remember when I first came into the NHL, there weren't very many Americans, and you know some of the stuff that I heard wasn't very wasn't very nice. But it's it's not like that now. It's a worldwide game, and uh, we're we're catching up. And you're the first American to score a hat-trick in the Stanley Cup Finals. So comes full circle, doesn't it? Yeah. That was a a so-so good night, I guess, for me. Oh, come on. um, (laughs) But, you know, like I said, the U.S. hockey in the United States has come a long way. Paul, your contributions to the game are endless. Congratulations on this honor. I look forward to the speech coming up tonight, and thanks for doing this. Thank you very much, Jason. I love that Paul Holmgren has that competitive fire to see if the U.S. can get on par or surpass Canada with the percentage of players in the NHL. Still driving for something with USA Hockey. He's a good man. Uh, Let's get to our final conversation. You know, when I was growing up, and I'm 49, not ashamed to say it, in the early and mid-80s and those teams, and Iron Mike was the coach. Mike Keenan, you could see his intensity as we watched the games on Prism. (laughs) And he still has that intense look. Of course, he won a cup with the New York Rangers in 1994, went to a couple finals with the Flyers in 1985 and 87. We touch on that. We touch on the loss of Pelly and much more. Here's my conversation with the former Philadelphia Flyers bench boss, Mike Keenan. All right, we're here with uh, former Flyer coach, I'm a Ranger coach. I think you won a cup there in 94. It's Mike Keenan. How are you, Mike? I'm doing well. Thank you. It's nice to be back and see a lot of friends and, and uh, a lot of the players I coached. I, I asked Murray Craven earlier, I said, when you saw Mike, did a shiver go up your spine? <laughs> he, he said, no, no, I've seen him since. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, we had a great group of young players, a young team that accomplished a lot, did a lot, played well. Uh, had a real chance to win the cup uh, against a superb team in Edmonton. Unfortunately, we had some of our top players not able to play because of injuries. And who would have known what the outcome might have been if they had been playing? But uh, pretty good team they had in Edmonton. Most regarded as the best team of all time, you took them to seven. And without Tim Kerr, uh, Mike, you were a guy that was very intense. And you fit this city because you know the sports fan in this town. They're very intense as well. Did it just work for you as your first NHL game? Well, what worked was that we were successful. Uh, uh, the team wasn't expected to make the playoffs. It was a big transition. Bobby Clark, Billy Barber uh, retired. Uh, Billy had to quit because of injury. 
uh, Daryl Sittler, Hall of Famer, was going to be traded. So there was a transition. My oldest player was Mark Hall in late 20s. But it was the youngest team in pro sport, not just hockey. And uh, as a result, the, the city really embraced them because uh, they're very energetic, very entertaining, uh, skilled team, but tough team as well. And then, of course, success uh, begets success. And, and the fans fell in love with the team because of uh, how well we did initially and how we continue that streak for a few years. Mike, when you look back, you had to navigate one of the most difficult things in sports in 85, the, the loss of Pelly, oh, yeah. And it was just, I mean, I remember it was the first time I experienced loss as a kid and it shattered me. I can't imagine what it did to the hockey team and how you kept it together. Well, we had great leadership amongst the players that were young, but they were strong mentally. It was very emotional and very devastating for all of us. Uh, I tried to keep the group assembled and with uh, they really liked each other, loved each other. So I brought them to my house and did some grieving there, but then I put them back on the ice right away and really worked them so that they could vent that emotional uh, loss. Uh, and, and that helped us get through the season. But by the end of that particular season, they were spent mentally, emotionally, physically. We responded the following year by going back to the cup final. But uh, uh, that was a excruciating experience for a lot of young guys and to experience death uh, and, a, and an athlete at the top of his game, a Vesna Trophy winner, uh, and the shock of it was uh, uh, something we had to deal with, and the players did a good job uh, guiding themselves through the, the emotional trauma. Where do you think the game's at right now, the NHL game for you? In your eyes, you're a guy that... High accountability, coach. Just got to be accountability on the ice. You got to play for that guy next to you and the guy next to him. Where do you think the game is? Well, that's exactly right, and uh, that's how you become a successful team and a winning team. And and uh, to have the players understand uh, that uh, they rely on each other, and that you have to come to work every day and do your job as well as you can, and understand your role and what that means in the group. And uh, it's a tough, uh, a tough lesson to teach today in today's society, accountability. Uh, but that's the job of a coach, and, and you have to be able to communicate uh, uh, that to your team and, and get that message across. And those that can do that have successful experiences, and those that can't, struggle with it and the team struggled with it as a result last question for you if i were to go into mike keenan's closet at the house would i find that white jacket like vinyl white with the flyer logo on it that you used to wear well uh <laughs> you wouldn't find it because i'll tell you why my daughter was diagnosed 10 years ago with uh, eye cancer and she actually comes to philadelphia uh here every six months to be checked but as a result of that, I, I raffled off all my memorabilia to support uh, her and, and the charities that were involved in raising funds for eye cancer. So somebody purchased that jacket, and 
uh, I donated all the funds to the hospital. Well, that's great work. It, it was a beauty of a jacket, by the <laughs> way. <laughs> You'd never get away with that now. But exactly. <laughs> Mike, thanks for doing this. Great to see you. Appreciate it. Thank you. As tough as Mike Keenan was as a coach, and I'd never met Mike before the alumni game last night, I found him incredibly charming. <laughs> it was it, just a guy that's very calming, and the way he talks and presents himself, I can see why he was a great leader of men. And he did a great job in dealing with that tragedy in 1985 and the loss of Pelly, with so many young players on that team experiencing loss for the first time. Very poignant moment in that conversation. So thanks to Mike Keenan. Thanks to Rick Tockett. Thanks to Paul Holmgren. The two latter will head into the Flyers Hall of Fame tonight when the Flyers take on the Calgary Flames. Big game tonight for the boys. All right, everybody, thanks for listening. We'll bring you a breakdown episode coming up tomorrow on a brand new episode of Flyers Daily.